and welcome to a brand new Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Tusk, known in real life as Adam Chalk. I am here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events and some indie shows as well as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds so why not go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from Welcome to our very first Impact Wrestling Review Show Uh, I used to be a big fan in the early years uh, when it was TNA but I stopped watching when Hogan and his buddies ruined it. Uh, but there has been some buzz about Impact. So I thought it would be a good time to start watching it again. Why not give my thoughts on it at the same time? Uh, I went into the show cold and I didn't want to look at some of the storylines they have going on. Just to see really if they helped me out as a casual fan and they definitely did that pretty well I, I would say this was an enjoyable show uh, but let's get to the review shall we it started with crazy Steve in the ring from Decay introducing Black Tarus ahead of the first match uh, Decay have great entrance music by the way then it was Black Tarus versus PJ Black, who, for anyone that doesn't know, was uh, Justin Gabriel in WWE uh, quite a while ago now with the Nexus. Black gets the better of the opening exchanges, but Tarus smashes him with a couple of big right hands. He then misses a baseball slide, so Black pulls off a diving tornado to the outside. He then misses a springboard moonsault. Uh, Tarus hits a power slam that gets a two count couple of sling blades followed by a pop up Samoan drop for two Uh, Black fights back with a meteora followed by a double foot stomp that also got a two he also delivers a step up Spanish fly off the second rope that got two they both trade hard strikes Tarus hits a destination hellhole, which is like a, a, almost like a tiger driver, almost, sort of. Anyway, that got him the win. And this was an X-Division tournament match. Uh, and this was an okay match. A little bit spotty at times with no real story to the match. Uh, I did think PJ Black was far removed from the Justin Gabriel that I remember. Uh, he started well, but soon, I don't know, just lost it a little bit. Tarus was good, though. Uh, he looks great. I've seen him a few times. Interesting guy. Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian are then sat with Scott Demore for a contract signing in the back ahead of the world title match tonight. 
at overdrive. All very respectful pretty much until the wives or at least Josh Alexander's wife got involved for some reason. Uh, after a break, they are then talking backstage, uh, Alexander and Kazarian, when Bully Ray walks in and says he's coming for the winner. Uh, nobody seems to trust him. Kazarian warns Alexander off and tells him, if you don't believe me, then go and speak to Tommy Dreamer. We'll come to that later. Motor City Machine Guns are then in a tag team match, four-way tag team match, actually, versus Ace Austin and Chris Bay, uh, versus Aussie Open, versus Shearer and Raj Singh. Kyle Fletcher and Ace Austin start off the match. Uh, there's some nice double-team work between Bay and Austin. Singh comes into the match, and he hits a flatliner on Austin for two count. After a break, Shearer is just manhandling Austin around the ring. Machine Guns come in. Uh, nice cutter by Saban and a face buster by Shelley on Bay. Shearer wipes both of them out though. Aussie Open then come in, get rid of Shearer. Mark Davis does a great spot where he power bombs Chris Bay while holding back Ace Austin with the other hand. Great. Uh, Aussie Open then hit an assisted cutter on Chris Bay. That got a two count. Later, Bay does this mad dive over the top rope out onto everybody while too sweet in Ace Austin for the tag. Uh, an awesome cutter then by Bay on Fletcher, followed by the fold by Austin to win the match. There are some great spots in this, especially from the Bullet Club members. Uh, they make a great team, I thought. Again, though, there wasn't much storytelling going on. Um, sometimes you just need spots, don't you, to have a good time. Not really sure why Shearer and Raj Singh were in the match, personally. Didn't do very much, but enjoyable for what it was. Uh, Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary are then in the back they're basically talking about Jessica going missing but she's been showing up on TikTok um, that plays into the next match which was Tasha Steeles versus Ty Valkyrie uh, Ty was all over Steeles at the start of the match hits a big clothesline Back splash in the corner, followed by double knees. That got two. Steel does manage to hit a code breaker out of nowhere for a two count. Uh, Tyre goes for a glam slam, but Tasha just tries to roll through, but couldn't. And Tyre just sort of sits on her, really, for the win. After the match, a brawl breaks out involving Savannah Evans, who was out with Tasha Steels and Rosemary. Uh, but then Jessica makes her return, uh, takes out Steels and Evans. They sort of put it over that she's been out drinking or something. But this match was short and 
it wasn't that great to be honest with you and I think it only really existed so that we could get that Jessica return Josh Alexander then goes to Tommy Dreamer to talk about Bully Ray uh, Tommy calls Bully Ray a changed man I don't think so somehow <laughs> um Steve Macklin then took on Tommy Dreamer in what they called an old school rules match, which was really just a no DQ match. Uh, Macklin slams Dreamer straight away. Uh, Dreamer does hip toss him though and clotheslines him over the top rope. He takes out some baking sheets and smashes them over the head of Macklin. He goes for a pile driver on the floor that he exposed, pulling up the mats. But Macklin sends him into the ring post. He then does a cactus elbow off the apron. He gets some chairs out as well as a kendo stick. Dreamer though had enough time to recover. Hits a running knee. He does the flip flop and fly. And a crossbody through a chair. That got two. He then misses a terrible looking elbow drop from the second rope. Landing on a chair. Macklin smashes him with a kendo stick, but that has no effect. And he uses the stick himself. Dreamer did with a side Russian leg sweep. Macklin comes back briefly, hits an Olympic slam for two. Dreamer, though, throws a trash can straight at Steve Macklin's head, followed by a nice cutter for two. Uh, he pulls out a table with the help of a fan. And sets that up in the corner of the ring. Macklin recovers and throws Dreamer into a trash can. He then delivers a DDT on a bunch of chairs to win the match. After the match, Bully Ray saves Dreamer from a beating from Macklin. Moose then come out and attack Bully Ray. Josh Alexander then comes out saves him. Bully and Alexander then put Steve Macklin through a table. This was enjoyable, if you can ignore the fact that Dreamer is at an age now where he isn't going to take the big bumps. So that elbow drop from the second rope did look really bad. Um, Steve Macklin looks great. Really impressed by him. Yeah, enjoyable match again. Gia Miller then sits down with Masha Slamovich for an interview, but uh, Masha only replies in Russian. You do get subtitles, but I'm so lazy and I hate reading subtitles, so I have no idea what she said. Laredo Kid and Rich Swan was up next. Uh, Kid dives at him to start the match, but he missed. Uh, he does, however, hit a Hurricane Runner and a big boot to the outside. He also hits a Michinoku driver and then two twisting moonsaults. On the third, though, Swan gets his feet up, hits a super kick, uh, then a neck breaker, but then misses a 450 splash. Laredo Kid then dumps him on his head with a German suplex, followed by a frog splash for two. Swan game back, hit a handspring cutter, that got a two count as well, followed by a second rope 450 splash to win the match. This was great. For the short time it was there, uh, I was really impressed by Laredo Kid. Surprised nobody signed him up because I've seen him a few times now, 
and I've always been impressed. I've never really been a fan of Rich Swan, even when he got all the hype when he was Impact World Champion. He never really did anything for me, but I can't deny that he was very good here. And then it was main event time. And it was a Death Machines Double Jeopardy match where the match can only be won after someone bleeds. After that, you can pin your opponent, basically. And it was Eric Young versus Sammy Callahan. As Sammy's making his entrance violent by design, uh, Con, who was Connor of the Ascension in WWE, uh, Alan Angels and Dina attack him. They open him up, so he's bleeding before he even makes it to the match. We go to a break, and when we come back, Young hits a Death Valley driver and a big kick. He then runs his fingernails through Sammy's cut on his head. Uh, Sammy fights back, hits a suplex on the floor. He then gets a bit of paper and puts it in the, the creases of the mouth and rips it. Young, though, does hit a back suplex on the apron. He puts the boots to Sammy's face, but Sammy just calls him on. He wants more. Both guys gouge the eyes of each other, but Sammy just bites him and then hits a Death Valley driver on the apron. Young is now bleeding as they go to a break. When we come back, both guys are a bloody mess. Uh, Sammy counters a pile driver with a backdrop on the floor. As they get back in the ring, Eric Young hits Sammy with a uh, kendo, sorry, a trash can in the leg. Uh, then smashes him over the head with it as well. He then locks in a knee bar. Uh, out of that, though, Sammy transitions into a figure four leg lock. They do both get up and then trade headbutts. Young hits a pile driver. That gets two. Uh, Sammy just grabs Young by the balls. Uh, he hits a pile driver, but Young kicks out. He smashes Eric with a bin lid a few times over the head. Hits another massive pile driver and picks up the win. This was borderline hard to watch at times. Uh, there was just so much blood. If you like hardcore wrestling, you'll surely like this, as I did personally. But I can understand if this wasn't your thing. Uh, but I enjoyed it. The show then ends with the rest of Violent by Design standing over Eric Young's body uh, for way too long, really, as the show went off the air. So a good show, I thought. Uh, I think they deserve more praise than they get at Impact, to be honest. But people were probably put off in the same way that I was with the Hogan years, but this was so much better than those days. Uh, definitely worth the watch. And I will be tuning in to watch uh, the Overdrive pay-per-view tonight. Whether I find the time to review it or not, I don't know, but I will definitely be watching but that is your Impact Wrestling Review. And as always, you can tell us what you thought of the show through our Facebook page or on Twitter. I am at AdamChalk8 on Twitter. 
I will be back tomorrow with the SmackDown reviews and the Rampage review. Uh, the Full Gear preview is out today as well. Look for that in your feeds. But until the next one, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. <laughs>